Welcome to the Registered Investment Advisor Podcast, where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their financial service firms, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be with Jason Glashinsky. Jason is, is a certified financial planner. He is regularly asked to share his financial insight on local Wisconsin news stations and online sites, including Investopedia.com. He is a veteran of the United States Air Force and spent his free time with his wife, Claire, backpacking, golfing, camping, and fishing. Jason, thanks so much for joining us. Pleasure to be here. Thanks, Seth. Um, thank you for joining us and thank you for your service. You bet. My pleasure. Jason is also the author of the national bestseller, Planning with Purpose, Solving Your Unique Retirement Puzzle. Before we dive into the book, let's go back in time just a little bit. What inspired you to get into the financial services business in the first place? So I had a long career in customer service, actually in retail, and I've always had just this strong desire to help people make smart decisions whenever it is that they're making purchases. And that's just really just permeated even, you know, just throughout my entire life. And so I've always been very, very service focused. And so when um, my retail career started dwindling down to a bit where I was, I was tired of working all the weekends and all the holidays that you can possibly work. And I wanted to really shift my focus because I've always very fascinated with the areas of finance. And so um, that was really how I, I was first introduced and in 2004 uh, became a financial professional. Well, congratulations on that. I'm sure the longer version is in the book or should <laughs> be in the next one. I apologize if I missed it. What actually, you know, I heard how you were in customer service and then made the transition. I missed like were you recruited? What was the inspiration? Sure. So it really started with, I just, again, I was in retail working long hours, crazy hours, nights, weekends, you name it. You know, and I just, I was frustrated because I just felt like my skills weren't being fully used and I wasn't being fully appreciated for the skill set that I had. And so I was actually approached by a family member who was in the financial services business who said, look, you know, maybe you should consider um, you know, an area in the financial service or a, a job in the financial services area. And so really that was where I was first introduced uh, to the idea of, of leaving the retail space and, and getting into financial services. Got it. Okay. So that's what I had missed was the family member recruiting you um, to the dark side uh, <laughs> in, in working in financial services. So Talk a little bit about your career over the years, because I believe, did you start, you're at Silvertree, which I believe is right. your firm. Right. Um, did you start from the beginning on your own or did you work somewhere else first? Yeah. So I actually started in a big box retail firm, a national, you know, well-known brand name. Can't say it here, obviously, but, you know, that's where I first started. And unfortunately, my uh, values, if you will, just didn't really align with the values of that company. And so I ended up becoming independent within about the, my first year. Um, and then I was uh, independent within my own, my family members firm up until about um, mid 2015 was when I started pursuing the certified financial planner uh, certification. And then Unfortunately, there was some things that occurred between myself and the aforementioned family member, which, and unfortunately, there are 
branches of my family tree who have that have been broken off and will probably never grow back. And it really what stemmed from that was lack of planning in regards to how the business was going to transition, which is just, again, it's very just unfortunate. And so that was really my big motivation to start my own firm, Silver Tree, and really focus on working with business owners and executives and making sure that they are able to not only extract as much value as possible from their business, but also have that be a seamless transition so that all parties involved, there's no animosity, everything is very clear, and you don't run into a situation like I did, you know, where unfortunately, you know, things just didn't go well. So that was really the big driver for me to start Silver Tree and do the work that I do today. That makes sense. What are some of the most common mistakes or misconceptions that you're helping those business owners and executives with? The most common is yeah, because we I've done we've actually done, participated in national studies. I even did you know a local study here in my local market. It was always the same thing. I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later. Um, there I'll have more time later. I'd say that was the number one problem is because then what happens all of a sudden the runway gets extremely short, and when you have very little time or the transaction is get, is turning into a forced issue because of health or whatever market conditions, whatever it happens to be. And then all of a sudden, now you start making decisions that aren't maybe the most well thought out. So I would say the number one is thinking they have a lot more time than they really do to start planning for that exit. And then how do you help them bridge that gap? How do you help them figure that out? The biggest piece is really just getting a very, very clear picture of where they are today, where they are financially, not just themselves personally, but also their business, and then determining where it is they want to go and performing what we call a stress test. So it's really just diving into all of these little nuanced pieces of the business and the whole the business as a whole, the big picture. And again, running a stress test to identify where the gaps are and then creating a plan to fill those gaps. And also the key is to monitor the progress all along the way. Because if you put this great plan together, it's just like writing a great recipe. But if you don't ever actually like mix the ingredients and go through the process and then watch as you're cooking it, you're going to end up not having the best outcome. So again, it's developing the, figure out where you are, where you want to go, stress test, fill the gaps and monitor. That's a great recipe right there. How are you attracting those business owners into the silver into your practice at Silver Tree? So the vast majority of people that are coming to the practice today are really being introduced to us either by friends and family or uh, through other professional relationships. You know, most of the time we're we're being brought in. In fact, you just had one literally right before I jumped on this podcast with you. You know, one of the CPAs that we work with, you know, brought their client here for us to meet with so we could collaborate and work together because we run what was what's referred to as a virtual family office framework. And that is the key really to making all of this work because financial professionals by nature tend to not play well in the sandbox together. And we've created this virtual family office framework where multiple professionals can not only feel comfortable about working with other professionals, but everybody knows what everyone else's role is. And we all operate in a highly coordinated fashion. Okay, so talk a little bit for our folks who might not know what a virtual office environment, virtual family office is. Who are, what industry, what are some of those types of professionals and talk a little bit about how that coordination relationship works. Sure. So let me, if I may, take a quick step back and define really a family office. We're talking about people with a net worth of 250 million plus 
will typically have what's called a family office. It is a standalone enterprise and it may have, and these are people that they will hire that literally they're employed by this wealthy family. And they may have a million dollars in payroll for all these professionals that could be legal team, tax uh, tax professionals, leisure professionals, you know, yacht maintenance. I mean, come on, these people with 250 million bucks, they're going to hire people to work specifically for them. Well, but not all of us have $250 million or can afford a million dollar payroll to hire all these people to exclusively work for us so or work for the family. So what we've done is created a, a, essentially a plug and play virtual environment where we have relationships with over 30 different experts in all these different areas, whether it be tax, legal, leisure, concierge medicine, um, family governance, all of those areas. And we can plug and play as the client needs them. So they don't have to run this huge operation. They can just simply pick from our uh, menu of experts as they need them. Which is absolutely brilliant. Again, that started with like folks like the Vanderbilts and the Rockefellers and the Carnegies back in the 1800s. And now exactly. I love that you brought it to a broader marketplace and we don't need to be in the 1% to take advantage of it. Right. So how are you vetting those professionals? Because I know you've got a specific process that you take them through. You don't just let anybody help your clients. Exactly, exactly. So there is a very thorough vetting process that I can't possibly cover all of the uh, all of the steps that are involved with vetting those professionals. But you know there are criteria as far as how long they've been in business, uh, who they serve specifically, what their clientele consists of, the, the specific people they work with. They of course have to have you know clean track record from a legal standpoint, from a securities law standpoint, from an insurance law standpoint, where applicable. Um, and really then also, we have to be able to look at whatever strategy or uh, process they may be using. And we put that through our own stress test because essentially it's the old cliche is I eat my own cooking, right? So if I'm not going to bring an expert in for a client, if it's not somebody that I wouldn't use with for my own personal situation or for my own personal dollars. And there's, again, there's a lot more that goes into it, but those are really the, the high level issues. That makes a lot of sense. Now, um, your expertise is on Wisconsin, some local Wisconsin radio and online at sites like Investopedia. Um, many, many, many financial advisors would love those opportunities. How did those come about? How did you get that type of media exposure? Yeah. So it really just had a lot to do with putting out really, really good content and content that these media sources can actually use. You know, it has to be done in a way so that they can repurpose that content so that they can distribute it to the masses. So if you, you know, if you're talking with a news reporter, for example, I mean, and these are people that I've developed relationships with over a couple of years, but if you're giving them a lot of jargon, industry, filled information, it's not going to resonate with them because that's not something they can talk about in the evening news. But if you want to talk to them about, say, you know, the provisions of the SECURE Act that are going to affect a specific segment of people like first responders, for example, well, that's a feel-good story that makes a lot of sense and you can use your expertise to do that. So for advisors looking to build those relationships, you got to find out who works in the newsroom, who these people are, follow them on social media, and then provide them with information that they can actually use. That makes a lot of sense. Um, what inspired you to write the book? 
you know, it, it got to a point where, you know, I've been, again, when I first started in my career and I hate to sound, I hate to sound this way, but it's true. You know, when you first are starting out in financial services, the, the, the joke is, is that you'll take on anybody who can fog a mirror as a client. Like everybody right, in the exactly. industry has heard that before. And what's happened now throughout my career is as I've expanded my area of expertise, I've really expanded my knowledge. I know that there are people who have very, very complex situations that I can make a huge impact for. But there are also people who don't have complex situations who still could use some really good guidance and some really just smart advice on what to do with their money and how to pick the right advisor and so forth. And so I wanted to, as I made this transition into working with business owners and executives, I didn't want to just leave people behind. So I said, you know what, I'm going to take as much information as I can that I have up in my head and get it out in this format of a book so that it's in plain English and people can use it and apply it to their own situation, whether they want to or, or don't want to hire an advisor to help them make smart decisions with money. You've achieved so much success over the years for both your clients and yourself. Um, what is your biggest challenge now? You know, my biggest challenge right now, boy, that's, <laughs> do we have any, are we going to be able to edit this? I guess that's the question, right? Like that's always a tough question for me, but you know, I think day to day, you know, making sure that, you know, my team has the tools that they need to help the clients that we have. You know, the last thing that I want is my current clients feeling like they're being left behind or not being taken care of because I now have this focus where I'm working with business owners and executives. Mm -hmm. So I think that's been a bit of a challenge, but I think, you know, the vast majority of our clients have been very receptive to working with a team. And again, in this virtual family office framework, because people, I ask a hundred people if they've ever heard of a virtual family office or even a family office and 99 of them, if not a hundred of them have to say no. So just getting the message out there of what we're actually doing and the value we're providing, that's been a challenge. But again, working with these other professionals has been extremely rewarding. And, and that's been really our path to success to make that happen. I bet your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? Um, you know, at the end of the day, when, you know, just like I said, like earlier, right before this podcast, I had a CPA bring a client in and that client looks at me and looks at their CPA and looks back at me and says, you know, in this last 45 minutes, you guys have brought shed more light on my situation than in the last 10 years of working with my other CPA. And just, I feel that this weight has been lifted off my shoulders and you could visibly see it. You know, and the, it's a husband and wife, and they start holding hands, and you can just tell that they can. They are now in a much better place than they were before they met me. And that you can't put a price tag on that. You can't put a value on that. That is. But when I go home and I and I tell and my wife says, "What kind of day did you have?" Those are the, my favorite stories. Absolutely, I love that. I resemble that remark as well. Um, I know that you are committed to the philosophy of constant and never ending improvement. You're always trying to improve your skills, your craft. Um, what are some of the best books you've ever read and you can't quote yourself? <laughs> oh man. Um, you know, and it's, it's kind of funny, but some of these are, are like going way back, but uh, eat that frog was a big one where it was, Brian Tracy was the one who wrote it. And it was all about, uh, you know, the, the concept of eating this frog, like stop pushing off the hard stuff, just get at it and get the hard stuff done first, because then the easy stuff is even that much easier and you'll drive more success that way. So that that's been a big one. Um, I've also um, actually just about to finish the four D's of execution, 
is an absolutely awesome book for CEOs or business owners who are trying to motivate their teams and get their teams aligned. That's been an absolute game changer over the last nine months or so that I've been reading that one and applying what I've learned. So yeah, the four Ds of execution have been huge. All right. Where can, we know your time is incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you sharing some of it with us. Where is the best place for our folks to go to learn more about you and to get a copy of the book? Yeah. So you can just simply visit our website, silvertreeplan.com. That's silvertreeplan.com. Right on the homepage, there's a section there where you can actually download a free chapter. Um, Once you download a free chapter, then you'll have an opportunity to get uh, an entire copy of the book if you'd like to speak with one of our advisors. Of course, the book's for sale on Amazon, but hey, if you can get a free copy, I'd go the free copy route and visit the website. And then there's also our blog section on our website has a lot of great information. It's unlike most financial professionals blogs, most financial professionals, they uh, they just simply reprint whatever comes out of the home office or some curator that they that they hire. Nine, you know, the vast majority, probably close to 90% of our blog content is content that I've created. I've written it myself. And then I also record videos once to twice a week on various topics surrounding taxes, social security, investment planning, and so forth. So those are all really great resources to learn more about Silvertree, our firm. And then, like I said, if you want to download a free copy of the book, you'll have an opportunity to get a a full copy uh, absolutely free. Awesome. This has been Seth Green with Jason Glashinsky from silvertreeplan.com. The book is Planning with Purpose, Solving Your Unique Retirement Puzzle. Jason, thanks again for joining us. Absolute pleasure to be here. Thanks, Seth. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time.